Hello and welcome to this very special Coding Moments podcast. It's our birthday. It's our sixth birthday. Yay. I feel like we should insert like a party kind of yeah. noise right there. Party <coughs> is going off. Yeah, we can do that. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> and we're about to get sued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least we know no algorithm is going to pick it up based on that extract, so we'll be fine. Uh, yeah, so it's our birthday show, our sixth birthday. Uh, happy birthday to us. And we thought, uh, as it's our birthday, we'd be really, really lazy and just phone it in with a clip show. Yep. <laughs> totally. totally. Uh, well, not not quite as simple as that, is it? No, it is. No, it really is. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> that simple. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Of all the bits that we've enjoyed over the last six years that we're just going to play for you now. Yeah, you can yeah. you can dress it up as fancy as you like and put whatever lipstick on you care, but it's still a pig. Right, um, so, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it's worth highlighting a few of the episodes. We've done a couple of good ones. How many episodes have we done in total now, Doc? How, how many podcasts? Yeah. Oh, anybody's guess. Quite a few. I, I say that because genuinely I don't really know. Because um, we've done lots of interview episodes. We've done standard chats we've done the code of momentum stuff which we kind of keep separate we've got to be 140 ish sounds like there could be a quiz here what's it yeah i was gonna say what's your guess ellie so six years i would say more like 120 120 so we've got 140 and 120 well matthew wins Oh, yeah, 149 episodes. So this oh. this will actually be 150. <laughs> oh, that is good, good coincidental timing, isn't it? So that was uh, that was excellently planned by myself. I think you're fine. <laughs> well done. Yeah, I think one of the earliest ones, which is probably worth mentioning, was the survival school episode. <laughs> yes, yeah, that was episode number two. I, think, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, in in the in the Codec Moments podcast. Yeah. Ooh, did we have something before that? Well, we had all the we had all the cost of a coffee stuff and all that as well. Oh yes, good point. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. So the uh, I think the second proper uh, Codec Moments podcast was Survival School. We got the fabulous Johnny Crockett, who was a survival expert, to come and set some survival questions which sev graham and roger answered they're all they're all based on genuine survival stories i think the the flooding in the outback was a danish backpacker or something yeah anyway but it was really interesting to essentially have three gamers of varying degrees of competence <laughs> come, yeah. up, come up with their <laughs> solutions to how they might get out of these predicaments and as i recall roger did quite well yeah i, I decided after listening to that episode that um if I was ever to be stranded in a life or death situation, I wanted Roger with me. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to have to go back and listen to it because it sounds, it sounds interesting because it's definitely, they do do things like that for team building when you're at work and that. And I had a senior manager who was convinced that there was water on the moon, so you didn't need to take water with you. Well, our team decided to take some odd things with them, didn't they? <laughs> well, that's it. Crisis is a crisis is a crisis. You've got to be prepared. Yeah, well, one of the, one of the things was a flare gun, because they're not obviously obviously not too far from civilization, so that would draw the attention. A life jacket, but something sort of multi-purpose that would make it useful for things other than a flood, while also being useful for a flood. You know what I mean? Hmm. And uh, a flat pack boat. 
sort of something <laughs> something that could be made really small, but it's also a boat. Johnny, what, what did you make of that? Firstly, Sev, I've got to say uh, thank you very much for your contribution. I think it's brilliant. Um, if you could just leave uh, an address where we can send flowers, that would be great. Yeah, I think I think uh, Sev's solution was a flat pack boat, <laughs> uh, which obviously you'd be carrying around if you were just hiking in the Australian outback. One of the other early ones was uh, my interview with Jennifer Hale. Thank you, Andy. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Very happy to be here. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I stuck that in as one of my favourites because I was just absolutely astounded we got an interview with Jennifer Hale in the first place. <laughs> Shepard's definitely a larger dialogue load than Naomi Hunter in terms of, you know, because we were dealing with the trilogy and, and it was the player character, etc. And I know that in just Mass Effect 3 alone, Shepard had about 7,000 lines, I want to say. And, and if you think about what production was dealing with, they had to do that for both me and Mark Mir. I mean, they were up to their eyeballs and busy. They're both huge honors to have done, and uh, they're unique each, you know, in their own way. Uh, and it was all around about the same time my daughter was about to be born as well. To to add complexity to um, to that particular life event was I was trying to schedule an interview with like an A list voice actress, uh, but she was amazing. She's brilliant. Really, really interesting person to talk to very interesting views on the industry the way it was heading uh motion capture that kind of thing uh what else was there oh the, well <laughs> all sorts there was uh there was a going back over the archives just for this episode you, you're looking through and um uh, just our constant professionalism i think stands out for me uh none more so in uh we did one called half a podcast <laughs> Well, we got to post credits before we realised we hadn't even talked about the subject that we'd recorded the episode for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> excellent. That was good fun. Thank you. Uh, I enjoyed that, and I can't believe we're putting out two podcasts in such quick succession. It's a miracle. I know. We'll be back in August. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Don't stop it. No. We'll be undone Sniper Elite 4. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and was, we got together to talk a, about Sniper Elite 4. Bit of a post-credit addendum, wasn't it? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that happens quite a lot. <laughs> uh, it would be around about the same time that I went a little bit mad around about Christmas and had some time off, I seem to remember. So I, I spent a lot of time making musical quizzes. <laughs> Like something you'd do. <laughs> it started out with the episode when Brian sings, and essentially, yeah. okay, okay, I think it was because of, um, I think it was because of Burnout Paradise. I can't remember why, but Burnout Paradise sparked this. I'm pretty sure with the soundtrack. Oh, it it wasn't early enough for the remaster. Oh, was it? Was it with the announcement of the remaster, and that's what sparked it? I went and did cover versions of loads of songs that are featured in games. <laughs> <laughs> Prof and Brian. It's like listening to Shatner and PJ and Duncan. It's time for another Codec Call quiz. We've got a jingle. Yeah, yeah. We've got <laughs> Is that what you've been excited about? No. All right. <laughs> okay, I've put together another Codec Call quiz for Matt. Excellent. Okay, so the quiz is nice and simple. I have 
selected a number of songs which were featured in video games. Pick a number between one and five. Three. Three. It's nice and easy. You can get a couple of points for each one. You can give me the name of the artist, the name of the song, oh. and what game it was from. Oh, no. I'm going to see what score you get at the end. So you've gone with number three. Okay, number three. You ready for this? Now, obviously, one thing that we do have in the UK is copyright laws. Yes. So um, we are, I'll be honest, we're not going to play, uh, we're not going to pay the money to uh, the Performing Rights Society and PPL uh, for this. So we've done what B&Q do. And uh, we've basically created our own rendition. <laughs> That's going to make it even harder. Number three, was it? <laughs> yes. Oh, well, I know the game. So this is the game with... What a thrill! <laughs> with darkness and silence <laughs> through the night. How did you get the prof to sing? What a thrill. Good friend of mine. <laughs> I'm searching so, and I'll Yeah, the game with Snake Eater. You yep. I want what a I want to say the title heart. of the song was Snake Eater. It was, yeah. But you're so super But I don't know the original artist. I can't remember her name. Uh, nor do I to be honest, but <laughs> I'd give my life. <laughs> this was the most flaky one. But for you Snake Eater. <laughs> In Brian in there as well. He gave up his time. Certainly did. Right. There'll be no one else. Anyway, okay, so next number between uh, one and five, excluding three. Um, I'm going to give you three points for that one, by the way. That was good. Okay, yeah. I'll go with number one. Number one. Oh! Right, it's Feeder. He's got a brand new guitar. <laughs> um... It looks like it. Is it Seven Days in the Sun? No. Oh. It's got it's, um, Gran Turismo 3. Yes. It's got a seat. Um, player, 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 player. I can't remember the name of the tune. Player, 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 player. It's Buck Rogers. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have got to the name of the tune. But, oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> well done. Well done, Prof. Okay, next. Uh, let's go number five. Number five. It's um, Battlefield 4. Yes. What's the song called? Is it called Bright Eyes? Every now and then. Oh, no. Turn around. Get a little bit lonely. Oh, um, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yes. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired <laughs> of listening to the sound of my tears. Turn around. Every now and then um, I get a little bit uh, I'm not good with me 80s rock queens. Uh, Bonnie Tyler? Yes! Every now and then I get a little bit terrified. <laughs> that sounds nothing like an 80s rock queen. Every now and then I, I can't want to let this one play. <laughs> I don't think we could talk to the audience for four and a half minutes. No, you're probably right, actually. <laughs> right there. Say <laughs> that one out. Two left then, come on. Okay, let's do number two. <laughs> oh. 
Guns N' Roses, Paradise City, used in Burnout Paradise. Very good. Didn't even get to the vocal. Don't need to with that one. It's probably for the best. Take me down to the paradise city <laughs> where the grass is green and the girls are pretty. How does he tackle the uh, Captain America's been torn apart lyric? Maybe we'll find that one out later. We, uh, I'll be honest, we didn't actually get as far as that. <laughs> a couple of these, we only recorded the first 30 seconds or so, so... Uh, well, you please know Snake Eater and Total Eclipse of the Heart, we did do the entire song. Oh, yeah. yeah, that much fun. <laughs> right, last and one. And then number four, I think, isn't it? Please allow me to introduce myself. Well, it's Sympathy for the Devil. I'm a man of... Um, I'm going to assume it's Rolling Stones. Yep. I've been around yep. for a long, long year. Stole many a man's... Is it one of the Black Ops games? It is one of them. And I was round... If it's the Rolling Stones version, I'm going to go with the first game, Black Ops. It was. It was in Black Ops. Call of Duty, Black Ops. Well, no, we got 14 out of uh, a possible 15 there. I'm, I'm actually impressed by that. That was good. I'm more impressed with the Prof and Brian. I didn't know they were so musical. <laughs> yeah, and then... So that was November. And then in December, I essentially did the same thing with the 12 days of Christmas. Turned that into a turned that into a gaming quiz. What I have in front of me is um, 12 buttons. 12. 12. Oh, it was only, a, it was only like five or six last month. Well, it, was, it was five. But um, yes, it's 12 this month. Okay. You'll see why in a minute. Um, so I, what I want you to do is pick a number between 1 and 12. Okay. And then there'll be a little audio clue. And you have to guess what snowy, icy game I'm, All right. uh, I'm okay. referencing. All right, well, that sounds like it might be quite interesting. Okay, so give us a number. Uh, let's go with number four. Number four. On the fourth day of Christmas, the <laughs> professor gave to me four football fodder. <laughs> four football fodder. Four, four football fodder. I haven't a clue. <laughs> a snowy, icy game related to football. Hmm. I, I have no. I have no clue. I don't even know what Brian is talking about. Crikey! Well, if you think back to um, to many, many moons ago, do you remember? Do you remember cannon fodder? Yes. Do you remember sensible world of soccer? Yeah. Do you remember the dodgy little crossover game they gave away on the front cover of Amiga format number 54 at Christmas? No. Well, it was cannon soccer. <laughs> okay. I'd never have got that. Oh, that's... Never. That, that's very, very... You said we had a wide field to play from? Well, like I said. So that's that's worth listening to. Any other favourites anyone's got? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, in, in terms of just the way we put an episode together, I think I really enjoyed the two decades of Tomb Raiding. Yeah, that was silly, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It was. Yeah, it was when we'd hit that point where we were quite quite comfortable what we with what we were recording and with uh, what people were listening to, and then just went, "Ah, oh, let's just pretend we recorded this twenty years ago." <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Our net our net distributed audio program was yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Codec Call, the net distributed audio program of the Codec Moments fanzine.
Uh, you created new jingles, new stings. Yeah, you put yeah. a lot of time and effort into that episode. Yeah, it was it, fun. It, it was it a took, lot of fun. It took about what about an hour to record and about three months to actually get out there. <laughs> but there were a couple of points which, even even in the record, we just couldn't stop cracking up. Actually, I think the uh, the juxtaposition though of actually putting three different genres of game together works so well and i think this is setting a new bar for all future movie tie-in games i can't see there ever being another bad movie tie-in game after this. no no i mean and think about it, any, any game developer or any movie producer that looks at this is just going to say that's the way to do it <laughs> Sorry, like mr punch <laughs> <laughs> I'll just let you get through it. <laughs> this doesn't stop being funny. It's one of the few podcasts where we definitely, absolutely corpsed. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. We multiple absolutely times. corpsed. Yeah, yeah, and not all of them made it through to the edit either. We we put the most enjoyable ones in, but there were more than that. Two guys have left there, and they're making their own games company. I mean, seriously, you're moving from interface software into making games. It's just never going to work. And um, so the main guy is someone called Gabe Newell, and he's called his company Valve. So it, it's interesting that they think they can try their hand at something else, but I just genuinely Valve. I mean, who can see them making anything decent? Valve. Sounds like sounds like he just wanted to let off steam when he left Microsoft. Did I get you? <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, it was good. It was just, it was so easy to write. It was just basically like making a mockery of twenty years worth of gaming development, essentially, wasn't it? It was, it was. And you, you pitched the uh, pitched our voices up a little bit, and we both sound extremely weird. But yeah, it yeah. was, uh, it was a good episode. Yeah, we did, I, we did some good stuff around about then. The um the thought shower, the Hitman one, <laughs> which we put together as a video, was uh, was always a good one as well. Yeah, essentially because it just involved us getting together for a weekend and playing. We saw the trailer. We got <laughs> together. We played a bit of. I think we played a little bit of Absolution, but actually we spent most of the time on Blood Money, and we we just played Hitman for a weekend and then recorded a podcast at the end of it. We got together this weekend and we played. Is it fair to say a lot of Blood Money? Yes. Um, the fair. idea was we were going to get together and play all of the legacy games we were gonna, that, that were available on the PlayStation 3 that we have here. We were going to play Silent Assassin. We were going to follow that up with Contracts. We were going to play a little bit of Blood Money. And then on to a totally underrated game, but Absolution is yeah. a great game. We didn't do that. No. We The only part of that we did was Blood Money. Because we realised how much we love Blood Money. Yeah, after spending five minutes with it. Yeah. <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. I think we finished. <laughs> so, okay. So, why did we spend so long playing Blood Money? I think it's just down to the structure. The, the structure that allows you to do what you want. Touched on it and mentioned Absolution after this. We probably won't talk about it much again. It's a great game. It looks beautiful, but it's not true Hitman. Because you were forced very much down a route yeah, of I was, approach with nearly every level. I always, I always felt, and this is why I love Blood Money and, and Contracts as well, but it was 
the freedom, uh, I felt like I was a cold-blooded killer. And I say it was, it was just really good um, because it was when we discovered that Tuvok was in Blood Money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the lift. It's a disclaimer. It's not actually Tuvok. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was, yeah, it made us laugh anyway. It's not, well, that, was, that was a fun weekend. That it was. And yeah, like two days of gaming just to get us to 40 minutes of podcast. We've not always been as on the money with our predictions as we might have been. No. Now, what uh, are you thinking of? Well, I mean, we've I, when I was looking back through, I did I did pick up on some interesting conversations that we'd had about the big three in gaming and the direction that it was going to take in terms of you know hardcore versus casual gaming. And there was reference at the time; it would have been about two thousand and sixteen. There's reference at the time to somebody who owned an Ouya, and it's interesting to hear the conversation there that we're having and put it in terms of where, where we are now with Stadia and everything else. But what I was really thinking about is the time that we we did go on at some length about Pokemon Go and essentially say <laughs> we didn't think it would be a thing in about three months. It's going to be phenomenally successful, probably until the end of the summer. I think a lot of the user base will drop off, if I'm honest, but if they can maintain, you know, even if they can maintain a small proportion of what they have now who are regularly making in-app purchases and, you know, bringing commercialization. I, I think it's going to be a moneymaker. Oh, well, no, without doubt it will be. It's it's how long will it last? They're saying they're saying there's the potential for it to make a billion pound in a year, a billion pound a year. Yeah, and then they'd be happy if they just do that in one year. <laughs> they'd be happier if they did it for several. Yeah, well, um, of course they would, but if they weren't, weren't expecting to do that. Yeah. Uh, and here I am still playing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This week, <laughs> but yeah, we well, weren't okay. we weren't entirely on the money with that. Well, that's you know one of those things. Uh, that's the same episode where we had an ice cream break as well, <laughs> <laughs> which I I still hold that we don't do that enough. <laughs> okay, I think that's got to be enough about the the least interesting Go franchise game for a long time. No, it is. I know it it's is, not part of Square Enix. It is interesting. It is interesting, and I think you you're dismissive of it because you always think it's, you're too cool for school. Um, <laughs> and the ice cream van has just gone past. Yeah, I can hear it still. My daughter will be going mental now. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think you're getting after ice yes, cream. darling. <laughs> We're back and we have ice cream. What about that point where you nearly ended up with the campaign in the Scottish Sun to save your daughter? It was a busy time for us, and that weekend, I'll be honest, uh, originally a while ago, uh, I don't know if you remember, we'd uh, we'd had an interview with Christy Doran, the racing driver. I remember that. Hopefully the listeners do as well. Well, through that, we got friendly with Christy, and uh, we also had some discussion with her dad, John Doran, who is the, the motorsports editor at the Scottish Sun. I, I sent John a picture of my daughter in a go-kart because we, we happened to be in Maplin and there was a little go-kart there and I put her in and she looked like she was having a great time driving this little electronic car around. So I took a picture and I sent it to John Doran thinking he's the most sports editor of the Scottish Sun. He'll enjoy that. So he texted me back and said, that's brilliant. How do you like to get her down and put her in an actual race car sometime? You know, we'll sort it out this year. Christy would love that. So we said, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try and do that. And provisionally said maybe the end of March. 
But it was very much left that I would speak to Christy and arrange it. And I never got round to that. And I apologise now. But we didn't have time. We didn't get round to it. John Doran asked our friend at the Scottish Sun, Stuart Cullen, about why I hadn't been in touch. This is where it gets confused. Yeah. Stuart said, oh, I think his daughter's been ill. Now, that should have been the end of it. What actually happened was Stuart, who is also a friend of mine on Facebook, uh, happened to look through my timeline on Facebook and saw that I'd been in and out of hospital. What he didn't clock was it was all over the country and it was for work because I, I work in clinical research. I run drug trials up and down the country and that's what I do. I go to hospitals and I speak to doctors and consultants and research nurses about clinical trials. So about about a week or so ago, the motorsports editor for the Scottish Sun turns around to our friend Stuart Cullen and says, how is Andy's daughter? To which Stuart replies, I think she's in a really bad way. He's been in and out of hospital <laughs> for about a month. <laughs> at which point John is off having a helmet prepared for his daughter to race in with poor Rose written on it <laughs> it's save Ferris all, if you've ever seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off it's save Ferris all over again it so is. before um, before I get accused of starting some uh, campaign for uh, I don't know miraculous treatments that my daughter doesn't really need I'd just like to say I, I was not party to this at all and thankfully we got the message to John um, before but it was a bit of a bolt out of the blue when I got a phone call uh, asking me if I'd be okay with uh, a tribute to my uh, my dying daughter on a racing driver's helmet <laughs> it was a very very <laughs> lovely thing to do it was a beautiful thing to do but it was totally unnecessary oh, yeah. because she's she's really fine <laughs> yeah yeah thanks Stu. so yeah so, <laughs> so basically she was fine not in need of a, of any kind of tribute so yeah she's she's fine she doesn't need uh she doesn't need a racing helmet tribute thankfully oh. <laughs> it'd be nice wouldn't it if she she was actually featured on it but yeah yeah not essential Speaking of crazy women and misunderstandings, uh, <laughs> then <laughs> I, I refer to my daughter in the in the last sentence. But uh, what about the time that we uh, we pitted Alexa and Siri against each other? Still, arguably one of the better episodes we've done. I think. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Um, I can imagine it being a nightmare to record, though. It wasn't too bad, to be honest. It was. It was just a question of um, <laughs> essentially setting up a microphone and talking to them. It was. It was great. Um, what what you didn't get from the edit was that I probably asked them about 40 questions each, <laughs> of which I can't remember how many made it in, but a, lo- a lot of the stuff that we got just wasn't interesting or wasn't wasn't any good, so yeah. that, that fell by the wayside. What did come through was Siri's somewhat possessive and slightly psychotic nature. <laughs> <laughs> so the final thing I thought was I'd get them to do a sign-off. Okay. Say goodbye. Goodbye. And then Siri. Okay, check it out. And then promptly gave me a web link to something. <laughs> Alexa wins that one so, as well. I thought I'd give Siri another go. Say goodbye. All right, here you go. Another web link. <laughs> <laughs> did you, I mean, did you hear the, that voice? All right, here you go. <laughs> She's not a happy woman. She's not. So, I... She just, she just didn't want to say goodbye. No, loves you too much. Yeah, it's quite clearly going to murder you in your sleep. <laughs> That'd be one of those episodes to 
re-look at, especially with Google Home coming out and the fact that they've, they're putting a lot of time and effort into Alexa as well because I get a, an email, I think I presume everyone that's got an Alexa does. Every Friday morning. What's new. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to go through some of the new bits, that the features that they've added, and yeah. you could do quizzes and all sorts of things now, can't you? I've still got that Google Home Mini that. Oh I yeah, the one we got f- uh, given free, with, free um, by yeah Spotify, yeah, uh, which I've not even opened. So right, she's got she's a bit of a cockney, I found. Um, but she when you ask her, she's like, "Oh, right. <laughs> she's like rather than saying okay or something, <laughs> it's like it's a bit weird. <laughs> I like it. I think we're I think we're gonna have to, aren't we? Um, yeah, and try my luck because I mean, I'm assuming on the Google Home, it's the same as the Google Now lady. You know, yes. when you do OK Google and kick it off. Oh, on your phone. On your phone. Apparently, channeling yes. her in a Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to revisit that. We're gonna have to look at them all, aren't we? We could even uh, we could even go to the extent of getting like a a bargain basement one, like a um, proper knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> just see, just see what it could do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, here we go. New episode content. <laughs> hey, Google. Yeah, sure. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. Hey, Alexa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Frong Frong. <laughs> like Matt Damon. Matt <laughs> Damon. Uh, so I hope Frong Frong is a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, lots of, lots of fun over the last few years, I think. Lots of, I'd like to think, interesting bits. Yeah. Um, yeah. the, the quizzes from from when I was a, a fan before I was part of the cast, um, the quizzes were always a a fun bit, just because you never knew what spin was going to be put on it, and it could have quite a a nice title to it. And then it's like comparing was one of them comparing different drugs or something to something. There was, there was a I can't remember. I do you know I can't remember what it was, but it was something. Is it medicinal or or lethal? Something like that, yeah, yeah. And then you've done obviously your one with I the... Give you, if I give you a gram of paracetamol, is that medicinal or lethal? I can't remember. <laughs> that certainly was my intention at some point, but I think we may have changed it from there. Um, the We've we've done some interesting quizzes. So I've got I've got five. Do you want an example? Yes, please. Just so if there's anybody out there who doesn't know what an anagram is, we can give them an example. So if I were to say to you, le of them, le of them, it would be... Would it be volume? Volume. There we go. So lit of them would be volume, <laughs> right? Do you so know, you do know this works far better when you can read the anagrams. Yeah, but you know this this <laughs> this isn't my style. So uh, the first one I've got, I've tried to keep them vaguely related to the game where possible. Yeah, um, it's I'm not gonna, always easy. I'm going to lie and say that hasn't happened with many, but there's a couple. <laughs> so the first one, primeval pathogen meant I shot lad. <laughs> what? <laughs> Primeval pathogen meant I shot lad. Primeval pathogen. Right, well it's gotta be it's gotta be Resident Evil. Oh no, you'd be wrong. No, it was in fact Metal Gear Solid V, the Phantom Pain. Oh. Yeah, so what you can do is you're gonna pick two numbers yeah. at a time. Okay. Between one and forty-three. Oh, you have done some research for this one. And uh, and then what I'm going to do is I want you to determine which is the bigger open world. Okay. Okay, this could be quite interesting. Okay, so what's your first number going to be? I'm going to go with number 10. Okay, number 10, it is Skyrim. Oh, okay. Okay, decent size. And 27. 
Okay, Skyrim and... Oh, Black Flag, Assassin's Creed 4. Oh, so Skyrim versus Black Flag. I, I'm going to go with Black Flag on that. Because um, you spent a lot of time on the water, on boats, moving a little bit faster than walking like you do in Skyrim. So I think it'll have been a bit bigger. Okay, any idea how much bigger? Well, maybe, well, I say a little bit bigger. I'm going maybe about three times as big. Okay, so Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, the, the world is, and these are, these are all rounded to the nearest square mile. Okay. So Black Flag, 90 square miles. Oh, that's quite impressive, yeah. Skyrim, 15. 15. <laughs> Three, three, so six times bigger. Okay, uh, so that's a bigger difference than I was thinking. Yeah, no, that's uh, no, six no, times. No, no. Quite... I, I, I got the fact it was bigger. <laughs> Twice as big as you thought it was. And I want you to tell me whether they are an international drug lord or whether they're an international airport. <laughs> okay. You haven't got any, any on there that are both, are you? <laughs> well, let's start with... <laughs> As an example, okay, Pablo Escobar. He was an international drug lord. He was. He was a Colombian drug overlord who allegedly burned $2 million in cash to keep warm whilst on the run. Yeah. Uh, he was also uh, he, he was also the airport in Vice City. Was he really? Es- Escobar oh, International, man. yeah. That's quite good, is that? Okay. I hadn't realised that. <laughs> All right, let's go with APTP. Ali. Train. Ali knows his trains. Yes, of course. <laughs> Obviously, it's the Class 370 Advanced Passenger Train Prototype, or the Tilting Train, nicknamed the Queasy Rider, when it first trialled in 1981. <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying this. Scream. Getting a bit more modern. 1996, Wes Craven. Have we had a Scream tie-in? Yeah, do you know, I bet there was, and I bet it was like some crappy FMV Laserdisc game. Oh, wouldn't that have been good if it was? It, it was. It would be so fitting. <laughs> it would be. It would have been perfect. Yeah. Bit of a night trap style. Yeah, type totally. Of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, with Monica. That would have been perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a game. Yeah, released in 2011. It tied in <laughs> with Scream Four, and it was developed the by TWC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> developed by TWC Games, and it was on Android and iOS only. Say TWC or PWC, as in Pricewaterhouse Cooper. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't developed by lawyers. Thunder Horse Warriors. I mean, I want that to be a game. Game? Yes. No, it's actually a Nelson Moon novel. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like a Nelson Moon novel. <laughs> it really doesn't, does it? Uh, so, uh, yeah. She'd been his wife for barely a day, and now FBI agent Tuck Thunderhorse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I was going to try and come up with a quiz based around Real Farm somehow. Okay. I'm not sure I really managed it, if I'm honest. In fact, all I came up with was Is this a piece of agricultural machinery? Or a sex move. <laughs> oh. I'm not sure this is a quiz that belongs on our podcast. Um, I'll give you a clue. They're all pieces of agricultural machinery. <laughs> Every single one. But seriously, farmers, <laughs> what are you doing? We've got... Maybe this is why the games are so popular. <laughs> we've got box drill. <laughs> plow. Well, yeah, all right. Personal favourite, Bean Harvester. 
<laughs> Did you ever do the one? Because I remember we had a really big discussion about the quiz that you wanted to do one day, and I actually can't remember whether we actually executed it. Is this, but it was a. Is this the currencies one? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna do. I was gonna do um, one about in-game currencies. Uh, almost, almost a higher or lower mentality again, of which were used, um, of which were worth more, and uh, trying to compare different games to each other. The trouble I had is was finding a constant in the games to give some kind of baseline. So it kind of, it's still technically work in progress because I've got a document with some things in it. <laughs> that, was it. But, that was it. You were basically trying to find. What are the comparable commodities in games? Yes. It was like you were setting up your own weird stock exchange. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of. It was, believe me, a lot harder than it sounds to to find something of similar weighting right, yeah. in each game with its own bespoke currency. It's it might appear one day. You never know. There's a lot out there, an awful lot. When you think oh, about yeah. it, you just kind of go eh, currency and off you go. But there's that many. Yeah, it's it's finding the right thing, and to be honest, it's finding the game information sometimes on stuff like that. Yeah, uh, if you can't get hold of that, and you haven't got time to play 120 hours of Final Fantasy VII, you know, it's the long and the short of it is, if you happen to know how much a bucket costs in the made-up currencies of multiple games, get in touch with Matt. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> Speaking of quizzes, do we oh, want one? Nice, segue. nice segue. <laughs> It's like we scripted it. Yeah, well, that would be a first. <laughs> <laughs> so I have got a little quiz, which is nothing as exciting as trains or Mills and Boone, I'm afraid. It's oh. all about codeitmoments.com. And I suspect even before I start asking some of these questions, one person here has a bit of an advantage. <laughs> Ali. <laughs> 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 So, uh, I've got 12 questions. We'll just do six each. And uh, it's not multiple choice, I'm afraid. So, it's going to be good. So, the question is, who wants to go first? Go on, then. I'll go first. I'll be, I'll be a big, brave boy. All right, then. Well, well, we'll start, then. We'll start number one with our most popular article. And you don't have to tell me what it is, because uh, I'm going to tell you. Now, yeah. So, it is... For whatever reason, is the Wolfenstein loading screen translations? I, I mean, I could have answered that. So, can I have the yeah. point anyway? No. <laughs> but I want to know to the nearest thousand views, how many times has it been looked at? Oh, crikey! Because um, it was silly. It was getting like a couple of that. That one alone, even when it wasn't new, was getting a couple of hundred hits a day, wasn't it? It was. Oh, Go big or go home, isn't it? Uh, 109,000. Oh, if only it had. A little bit less. Uh, but still very respectable. 60,778. Oh. oh, disappointing. So, uh, yeah, it's yeah, still getting the hits in now, which is very nice. Uh, considering, I think the first time we put that up, we got a huge amount of feedback on the translations being wrong. So we'd use Google Translate for quite a lot of them. And um, we had genuine German speakers getting in touch and saying, no, there's a subtle nuance on that. It means this instead. It was really good for the... It lasted about about two months we kept getting the feedback. In. It was really oh, cool. yes. Stuff like, stuff like, yeah, if it's not capitalised, it's not a proper noun and it's got a different meaning, that kind of thing in German. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it yeah. was good. It was good. Yeah. Right then, Ali. <laughs> so another yes. question to pluck a number out of your ass. <laughs> 
how <laughs> many which is what it would be to be fair <laughs> how many game reviews have we published so far to the nearest 10 and i'm not including scotch corner in this 480 <gasps> oh 389 oh oh it's close so we'll flip that around to andy yeah. How many articles have we posted to the nearest ten? And this will <laughs> include the Scotch Corners. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Seven hundred and twenty. Oh, that's ambitious. You should have just taken Ali's answer. Four hundred and eighty-three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you see, I, there was me thinking we we used to be more prolific when we had Graham and Roger actually writing things as well. You see, we we were we were in the early days. We did actually run quite a lot more articles and opinion pieces than we do now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the four hundred eighty-three. So um, nearly right, Ali. Actually, in fairness, on the on the first guess. But we'll flip back to you. It's going well so far. So we <laughs> tag. Um, every article and review that goes up with a couple of keywords, usually. Oh. Name of the game, what it is, that kind of thing. Uh, what are our three most common tags? Oh, Which animal is best? <laughs> it is that kind of question. <laughs> is it going to be something like PlayStation? Um... I'll, let you have, I'll let you have that one. Oh, PS, oh. PS4. P- yeah. Well, I, you've been writing articles for a long time, so some of it might be PS3. No, no, it's PS4. PS4. It's in the top three. Yep. Okay. Um, Sony. Nope. No. Don't know. Uh, RPG. Don't know. Nope. Nope. I'll give Valley half a point for that. He got. Ooh. He got a little bit close. Uh, PS4, Xbox One. <laughs> oh, see, I was going to say Xbox One, but it's because you don't, I suppose, until Cullen came on. And Andy does it a little bit. I thought because you did most of the reviews, that was my logic. Yeah, but the the games are multi-platform. I suppose they're on them. Yeah. The what and the other one, Nintendo? Uh, no, Scotch Corner is the other. Scotch. All right, I'm I'm going to stay on tags for a bit longer. Oh Jesus, Andy. What? Yes. What's our most common game type that's tagged? Is it action and adventure, FPS, or racing? Uh I would say I'd say action adventure. It's a you'd bit be more right. generic. Yeah. You'd be right. Yeah, yeah. No, it is action adventure, then FPS, then racing. I think it is. Nice. Uh Ali, back to you. And uh, we've talked Hitman already, because it's our probably most favourite subject. So if we actually counted up how many articles or pieces of content we've put out about Hitman. How many do you think there'll have been? Right, so it's like 480 actual. <laughs> yeah, how many times have we even mentioned? Start working it out now. <laughs> knock, knock about a dozen off, and there's your number. Uh, 18. Fairly close. I actually think I'll give you another half point for that. It's 14. Oh. So, wow, good, good thinking. Right, Andy. Similar question then, but given we're named after a meme from Metal Gear Solid. How many Metal Gear Solid pieces have we ever had? Not many. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> few. I would probably say. Um, You've got very high pitched. <laughs> you know, uh, we've we've done. What have we done? We've done. Uh, we did a spoiler cast on Ground Zeroes. We did 
Phantom Pain. I would probably say five. It's nine. Is it really? Is it genuinely that many? I'm actually we've done nine. I'm actually genuinely surprised it is that many. It's not much. Yeah, Hitman hasn't done much more than it. Then five more. No, it feels like we've done considerably more stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may be because the Hitman stuff we've tended to talk for hours about it, whereas the Metal Gear we've written. Um, I'll. I think I've got to give you half a point because you were within four, uh, much as Ali was. So I'm, I'm genuinely surprised it's as many as nine because that's that's the ultimate irony of our name, is it? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't done anything on it since the Phantom Pain was reviewed when that came out. No. So back to Ali then. What was the first thing we published on the site? A welcome article. That's actually Hello, a good guess. Go to moments <laughs> about us or something. <laughs> um, it, I would like the probably Metal Gear Solid review of some kind. No, it would. It was. Um, oh man, it was an old review that you'd written for Tech Fixation. I'm I'm pretty sure of it. And was it oh, something right. like? Was it something like Absolution? Oh, that was the second. Oh. <laughs> What was the first? It was Bioshock Infinite. Oh, oh, of course. I'll give one of you a bonus point if you can tell me what date it was. It was the, I want to say the 13th of July 2013, but it may have been a couple of days later or a week later. Ali, I guess at a date. So I'll stick with 2013 because that seems quite on the button, but I'll probably go November the 4th. Just, just you before could, you commit, Ali, before you commit, bearing in mind we're celebrating our sixth birthday. Oh, yeah. Uh, when it is. <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know that was but, No, 4th of November is well. a good guess. <laughs> yeah, I'll forfeit my guess. <laughs> just, just pick any date between the 13th and the 28th. Uh, 20th. Oh, so close. It was the 21st. Ah. Oh. <laughs> <Right>. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sometimes. <laughs> so it's our sixth birthday. November. The guy who founded the site has gone July. <laughs> I'm going November. <laughs> really? Oh dear. Logic didn't come into it then, sorry. <laughs> Right, right, okay. I've forgotten who's next. Is it back to you? <laughs> I think Andy? it's me. I think I, I think I leapt in on. Did on you leave question on, there? Yeah. Okay. Right. So in that case, then uh, your question, Andy, is in our decks versus apps piece. Yeah. Which two pieces of software did we both pick as our favourites? Was it that funky pink and blue one? That was one of them. That was one of them. It wasn't no, called Funky Pink and Blue. I can't remember. I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. Um, and Tractor. Yeah, go on then. Half half a point. <laughs> um, it was Tractor, and it was Pacemaker. Pacemaker, which was, which was yeah, the Funky that was Pink it. and Blue one. It was Again, a Funky Pink and Blue one. It, it was it was a nice piece of software. That yeah. Tractor is just phenomenal. Like even even for an iPad or iPhone app, it's just amazing. 
That was that was another fun episode. Uh, not even an episode. We we were going to do that as a podcast episode. Then we realised exactly how much pain we would have with music licensing. So we just wrote it up instead. Yeah. We should do it again. We should do it on uh, Mixcloud or something that that yeah. covers that. Yeah, yeah. Let's give another one a go. Right then, Ali. Question for you then: Who is our most prolific commenter? I think I know this one as well. Square Freak. No. The steel, Andy. I'd, I'll have a stab at it. Is it Column? It is. Oh, yeah. That, that would have been my second choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Colm always always likes to come on, comment on the reviews. Let us know what he thinks. Uh, so thank you, Colm. Keep going. Bless well, him. Right then, Andy. Last question. All right. Back in 2017, we went to EGX. We and did. And we interviewed Rod Chong for Project yeah. Cars 2. We did, yeah. How yeah. did we manage to offend him? Well, we didn't We didn't say anything about the thing we weren't meant to say anything about. Yeah, so we didn't, one men- way, we didn't mention well, that. That's one way we, didn't, we, weren't meant, we weren't allowed to mention that car crash interview that had been had by the... Anyway, um, uh, how did we offend Rod? Chong, did we do something like insult the the con- was it like in, insult the um the feedback on the controller or something like that uh, which he'd spent you know hundreds of hours <laughs> making sure it to be developed so that it would be as good with the controller as it was with a wheel or something like that we, I can't remember we probably should have done but we didn't uh, it wasn't that one I can't remember I can't remember <laughs> that's fine. That's all right. No, we um, unless Ali, unless Ali, you know, I, in fairness, I did pitch this one to Andy because I thought it was a bit unfair to ask you it. But I have a, you got, it got something to do with the fact that it was on PC and not consoles or something like that. Was oh. it like the platform it was on? Oh. I remember the interview, and I remember you. Did you say to him, "Oh, it's it's running really good," although we'd like to see it on a console or something? And he got a bit. You know what? You can have some... you can have half a point for that one. It's nearly there. We, um, oh, it was something through the platform it was on or something. We didn't research it properly and didn't realise that uh, Project Cars and Project Cars 2 implemented VR until we were asking him about the plans to put it on console. Ah. And he got quite annoyed at us for that question. Uh, and we've been having quite a lovely that. little chat up until that point. I'd forgotten about that. I mean, I think we researched that quite thoroughly on the car on the way to the venue. We did. Just not that piece. We researched <laughs> the things we weren't allowed to talk about. It did somewhat throw us when the first thing we had was a media briefing that said, don't ask about any of these things. And it was literally just red line, red line, <laughs> red line, red line. So, uh, it's about cars then. <laughs> <laughs> and this is after we played it for about half an hour and they put the accelerator and brake and left and right steering on the f- mouse. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that, that, I think that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it was all a bit. So we um, were very complimentary. About yeah. This. So uh, you've optimised it for keyboard and mouse. Excellent. Maybe that's why it doesn't work on a controller. Oh dear. Which we I did forgot, put up a handy guide that. for controller settings. Yes. Um, I thought that was going to be one of your higher hit um, articles. It, it was. It was. It's. Um, I think about fourth or fifth. Oh. Who's that one? Quite good. It comes after the Wolfenstein and Black Ops and yeah, uh, Dirt Rally stuff. That um, that uh, that GTA Five server thing did quite well as well. I did very well. That melted down Reddit at one point. 
So, final question, Mr. Cornwall. Oh. One that is slightly fairer than the last one, even though you got half a point for it. How many months of code at momentum have we run, including this one? How many months? Yes. Malachi's calculator. I wouldn't admit to that in case you get it wrong. <laughs> I will go for 70? No. I'm a way off. A little bit. Mr. Brown, <laughs> attempt to steal. We were, we were running it in 2016. I think we started it in 2016. Uh, or 2015 or 2016. Um, it didn't start off with the league table or anything, did it? No. Uh, so I'm going to go for uh, 12 months a year. Do <laughs> oh, <laughs> you need a calculator as well? Uh, I'm going to go uh, 40, 40 months. It is 43. Ooh. Oh. January 2016 was the first genuine month. The first entries were December 2015. And that was me and you checking that the form worked. <laughs> but yes, yeah, we've been running it, uh, running it for three and a half years now. Actually, yeah. I, I was a bit surprised. I didn't think we'd been running it that long. So, there you go. 12 questions about the site. I hope it helped you remember something or learn something. Yeah. Have you been keeping score? I have. <laughs> I'm glad you have. I've got to add it as up. Well. <laughs> so, Andy got three and Ali, you got one and a half. Yeah. Respectable. Not bad. Out of 12. <laughs> well, out of six, really. Andy only got three. Yeah, <laughs> I think that speaks volumes. <laughs> After I pulled those together, I, I didn't think you'd do half as well as you actually did. So, you know, I'm quite impressed. Quite impressed. Right, that's it. Quiz done. <laughs> just, we got anything else? <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the for the next what the ten year one. You're like, okay, so in all of the reviews that we've written, how many individual characters have been used? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. So that's that's it for the birthday show, I suppose. Just uh, recap them. We promised you a cheap and cheerful clips episode, and you got one. So, yeah. uh, but absolutely. we but we do have a couple more announcements, don't we? Special birthday announcements. Well, they're not really birthday announcements. They're just yeah, special just announcements. announcements. So the first one is we're going to run a special code at Momentum in August. Yeah. So after after the success of the Assassin's Creed one, which we did uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, we've come up with, I'm going to let Ali do the big announce. Oh, um, so we've come up with the Apocalyptic August. So it's any games that are based in a apocalyptic setting. That's the, so that's any, the any, anything that's yeah. post-apocalyptic. Yeah, so we're, so not, we're not looking for your, your dystopian futures. No, yeah. it's got to be post-apocalyptic. So, now, here's, here's an issue. Can it be, can it be, during an apocalypse? Or does it have to be after? I think it's post-apocalyptic. Yeah, okay. Because if it's just, during, just, there's always a chance that you're going to stop it in the game and it isn't really going to be an apocalypse. Because I'm thinking if you're, going, if you're going for actual apocalyptic, like the only thing I can really think of is Darksiders might. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, post, post-apocalyptic where it's, it's happened and you're trying to survive the world that it's become or rebuild or... Yeah. Drive around in a car. Yeah, we got a few. Have you got a few examples? Yeah, so uh, Fallout, obviously, it's probably the yeah, biggest yeah, go-to in the Fallout series. Metro series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Mad Max, if anybody wants to punish themselves through that game. Yeah. Which is fun. Uh, the Rage series. Yes, for, for those of you that bought Rage 2 at release, that becomes eligible um, about third week of August. Yep. The Last of Us. So if anybody Ooh. has still got that on the pile of shame, like me, yeah, good that wants to finish that before the new one comes out, which I presume is going to be next gem from rumours I've seen. Gears of War, believe it or not, is post-apocalyptic. And the last one example I've got is Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, yeah, yeah, excellent game. Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. That'll be in there. Yeah. So lots of, I think lots of scope. When it comes to gaming, post-apocalyptic is usually one of the things it does best. Yeah. So there should be something that you can find somewhere. And for every post-apocalyptic game that you complete in August, we will give a bonus five points. Five whole points. Yeah. Any questions, drop them on the Discord and we'll do our best to get back to you to see if it does qualify or not. Yeah. If you've not joined the Discord channel, then there's a link in the Twitter bio. Has Sammy come to tell us something? Yeah, my, the podcast cat has arrived. You going to meow? No, typical. Uh, yeah, so I guess the other announcement that we've got is we're going to be taking a bit of a break over the summer. Yay! Uh, because, hello, yes. Lovely. Thank you. Um, because we've been doing this non-stop since January, and quite frankly, we're tired. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, we're old. We're old men, and we're tired. Um, uh, Ali, you're, you're getting old. Just face it. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're hanging about with us, you know. Yeah, Kev. Yeah. It's bode well. Yeah. No, exactly. You're, you're, you're vicariously old. So, uh, yeah, so we need, we need to take a break. <laughs> simple yeah. as that yeah it's uh it's not like us to like have a, a seven month run of um sequential podcasts every week um and um as andy says we're going to take a bit of a break because things are getting busy for all of us um outside of this and i suppose in fairness the the well of ideas is kind of drying up a little bit as well so uh we thought Let's take a break, recharge our batteries, and come back fresh probably in October time. However, we will still do the Codet Momentum episodes. They'll um, they'll come out each month. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. In fact, I'm looking forward to the next Codet Momentum episode because I've got some things to say. <laughs> <laughs> you said that was such a sinister smile. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah, don't be surprised when we don't pop up on the podcast feed through uh, sort of August and September. Uh, but we will be back later in the year with um, either a regular or semi-regular podcast. We will see how things go because because one of us here is expecting another child. So yes, that might get in the way slightly. That, <laughs> it's not, or you know, it's not, it's not the done thing to um, to be trying to record with that going on. My wife tells me so. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so I suppose it's just a, a thanks for listening. Thanks for continually listening, actually, and, and coming back to us each week this year and all the times you have done in the past because that's why we end up jumping back on and recording again. Um, and we will, be, we will be back next week with the Code Up Momentum update. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> yeah. Somewhat, somewhat anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're going on a break. Uh, we will be back next week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thanks very much. It's been great reminiscing. Thank you. It's been lovely, yeah. Long may it continue. Six more years. Sounds good.
A bit more enthusiasm, Molly. Come on. <laughs> yeah, don't make, don't make six more years. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ali. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> See ya.